sex writing cave where all the smut happens in real life in my head or on paper, this is the Smut Lancer Podcast Show, a weekly podcast where we discuss writing and creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. I'm your host and fellow Smut Lancer, Kayla Lords. Welcome to episode seven. This week, I'm talking about community in the smut lancing world as a blogger and a creator and why it's important. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced every Wednesday and show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. Follow me there or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at thesmutlancer. This week's episode is brought to you by Blueberry, a podcasting hosting solution that makes podcasting affordable and easy. If you're thinking of creating audio content and want a hosting service and plugin that integrates with your website and offers great analytics, check out Blueberry. I use Blueberry for this podcast, the Loving BDSM podcast, and the soon-to-be-released Masturbation Monday podcast. And it's easy, affordable, and has great tech support. Use the code KaylaLords, all one word, to get one month free to try it out. Again, that's Blueberry, no E's, y'all. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com and use code KaylaLords for one month free. So in episode six, I talked about friendships and how important they are and they are. Um, but this week, what's on my mind is the idea of community, um, in the sex blogging world, we have a fairly thriving community of sex bloggers. It's its own little ecosystem. They're sort of the American wing, the UK and European wing. Um, I know they're sort of a Dutch sex blogging community, smaller, but it's there. And then at times we overlap. Um, so a lot of the American bloggers are friends with UK bloggers. We all sort of cross um, paths on our blogging memes um, and we share each other and we talk to each other and we learn from each other. Um, and so while it's, it is really important and I stand by the idea of having one or two friends that you trust and will go to for that gut check or that, is this the right thing that I'm doing? Um, the larger community is equally important and it's on my mind this week um, because it, this is the beginning of February. I'm recording on Monday. Let me check a calendar because numbers are hard. Monday, February 5th. Um, and I will be speaking at Eroticon, my second time attending, um, in five, six weeks or so. <laughs> and I'm supposed to be working on my presentation and I'm not. I'm recording podcasts because that's uh, not quite as stressful. Um but I, I keep thinking about, and I've answered several people's questions about Eroticon because they're nervous. And I keep thinking about how wonderful that experience was because it took the larger online community that many of us connect with either through our blogs and blogging memes like Sinful Sunday and Wicked Wednesday and Boob Day and Masturbation Monday and all that or like on Twitter or Instagram or wherever we're all sort of hanging out. It took that and in a much smaller version because not everybody from the sex blogging community can go to something like Eroticon. It created a much more condensed space for part of the community to come together and it was glorious. Now I have written um, on the smutlancer.com about why um, you need to go to a writing conference and what I got from my first writing conference. And I will link to that. Uh, last year we did sort of a pop-up meme. If there's such a thing, I guess th there is now I'm going to call it that, um, that, uh, written by Jenny, um, 
came up with of everybody blog about the 10 things you got from Eroticon and we'd pop it in a, a one place and we could reference back to it. And I participated in that and I will include that link. And by the way, if you hear a buzzing in the background, this is Monday and at our condo complex, this is lawn day and they're right here. And this was my only time to record and I'm so sorry. <laughs> See, this is real life. I don't have a studio. I have a desk next to my back patio where the lawn crew happens to be working right now. Anyway, so I will link to all those things, but I recognize that not everybody can get to Eroticon. So a lot of American bloggers are like, yeah, I'd love to freaking go to London, but that's not happening. You are right. I cannot tell you how much stress I have put on myself for the past two years to make this trip work. In 2017, it was just me. Uh, in 2018, um, I'm bringing John Brownstone. I called it our honeymoon, <laughs> even though we got married back in October, um, and said, please come with me because yes, I survived 2017, but it was probably the most anxious I have been in a long time. And I wanted him with me and I wanted him to experience all of this. So communities, whether they are online um, and you're on Twitter or you're in a blog somewhere hanging out with folks, or those in-person events, it's all about reminding us that we are not alone. Creating content, whether you're a writer or a, or a podcaster or, or you make an actual product to sell, can be a very solitary kind of work. You have to go into your head, especially if you're a writer, you have to go into your head and live there and swim around in the mess that is your brain and then put something out there. And a lot of times, those of us who spend time creating very sexual types of content. When you are not feeling the heat, it is even harder to go in there and swim around and spit out something sexy. So it is easy to sort of believe that we are all alone here, that we are the we are an island and we're the only one doing this. And when you find a community and you attach yourself to the community. And, and in the beginning, you will be an observer most likely, and you might be watching and seeing who seems friendly and who doesn't, and who seems to maybe have their shit together or who seems more like you so that you can connect to them, whatever, whatever your parameters are. Hanging back and watching at first is completely normal. And then at some point you, you kind of have to dip a toe in, but the whole time what you're getting, whether you're lurking or you're involved, you're getting the reminder that you're not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. Um, where can you start? If you feel like an outsider in the community, um, start with projects, start with things that maybe organizers with the community. My friend, Molly Moore, uh, said that she doesn't like to use the term leader. She likes to use the term more experienced. Um, when it refers, when she refers to bloggers who have been doing this for a while. Um, I do not like to call myself a leader. It's also why I don't like to call myself a sexpert. I would, even though I am called that sometimes, um, I feel like other people determine if you are a leader. I could put on a leader hat and say, I am the leader of this ragtag bunch of uh, sex bloggers, but that would be false um, and it would be weird. And if nobody's following me, who the fuck am I leading? So. I'll use, she uses the term experience. I'm going to use the term organizers because some of us aren't very experienced. And yet we just have these minds that go, you know what? I'm going to organize a thing. Let's do a thing. I have seen newbie, newbie bloggers who've been doing it about 10 minutes who have that kind of mind and know how to put shit together that nobody might call them a leader in the terms of they've been doing this forever, but they certainly can lead a group of creators to go do a thing. 
So organizers. So find an organizer. Find a person who's organizing groups of bloggers or groups of fellow creators to make a thing. Uh, it's February 2018 for the first year. I am participating in Molly's February Photo Fest. And I almost didn't. I, I decided at the absolute last minute, like late, late, late on January 31st, because I was afraid of committing to something I couldn't do. And now we're only on day five and I'm a little overwhelmed, but it's also fun. Um, I have Masturbation Monday. That's one time a week, you know. Um, there's Wicked Wednesday. So if you want, if you are a creator, and the cool thing is most of us with blogging memes, blogging implies writing, I get that, but we also encourage photography. So maybe you can be that kind of creator. Um, and you can join the community. You just dip your toe in, and what you do is you write your thing, you make your thing, you post it to your website, you link up with the meme or the thing you're involved in. And then all you do, it's it's like the most hands-off thing. Because yeah, you had to make your thing. You had to, to, to create your content. But then you go back to, let's let's use Wicked Wednesday because I adore Marie too. And I'm going to get to meet her at Eroticon. Um, you go into Wicked Wednesday. Let's, that's what you participated in this week. Now you're going to read everything else that was shared. And what you're going to do is when you can, try to comment on it. Make yourself known. And in return, other bloggers who have participated should do the same for you. And it's one step. It's a baby step into joining the community. Now, those of us who organize these things, we get very excited when new people join. We are ecstatic when new bloggers join in. One, because it means we're adding fresh content and we're getting more people involved. And two, it means we might be coaxing somebody into our part of the community that they weren't in before. And it is fun and exciting. And those of us who organize these things, we do it for a variety of reasons, but one of them is to kind of pull the community together in some small way. Now, every meme is only representative of a sort of a corner or a section of the blogging community, the sex blogging community. Um, in a Venn diagram, there's absolutely some overlap between all of us. Some people, that is how they create their content. They use memes nearly every day of the week. That's how they keep themselves organized. That's how they connect. That's how they give themselves prompts to sort of spark their creativity. And some people, they might join in on one every so often. There is no right way to do it, but that is one way to join the online community. This, this, I call, it's, for me, I always refer to it as sex blogging because a blog does not have to be text. It can be anything, it's content you create. But I also recognize there are people out there who make products. Monica and Adam from Godamish, they make sex toys. They make excellent sex toys if you have not tried them. Um, but you know what else they do? They participate, not always, but frequently in Sinful Sunday. On their, um, website that sells their product, their business website, you'll find beautiful photography of one or both of them, um, usually Monica, but still. So when I say sex blogging, I don't want to exclude people who make products or people who don't write as part of their smut lancing, but to me, it's all kind of one. If you've got a site and it's got sex on it, I'm gonna, in my head, you're a sex blogger. Um, so it's, it's one way to, to connect with people. When you're part of the community, you, you see who else is doing things similarly to you. You see who's doing it completely differently to you. What I enjoy, and it's always sort of a delightful surprise, when somebody who I would not, I'm, 
I consider myself part of the sex blogging community, but I spend a lot of my time talking about one specific topic at a time. So on Loving BDSM, it's very strictly about DS relationships. And on thesmallancer.com, it's very much about how to make money and how to build an audience and how to do this thing that we do. And on kaylords.com, I'm all over the place. I'm writing about whatever, right? But it is always interesting to me when I come across another blogger who I would not consider somebody I know in let's say the kink space. Like I don't necessarily follow them there. And they write about a kink of mine and it hits all my hot buttons. Like that's a delightful surprise. It's a way of connecting that has nothing to do with the product we're making, the fact that we're publishing content of some sort, but about what we like sexually, what gets us off, what turns us on. That's yet another way to connect. And it's a, a really interesting way to connect that I'm, I'm not sure that the vanilla space can fully comprehend um, because we're not just, I think I just bumped my mic. So if that sounded weird, I'm sorry. Um, we're not just connecting on the, oh, we both do the same kind of thing. It's also, oh, we're both kind of into the same kind of thing and how hot is that? So I think sex bloggers have it best, quite frankly, when it comes to community. Um, the other thing about why the community is important, why you need a community, I kind of mentioned this at the top, is you can learn best practices. You can learn what not to do, what works, what doesn't work. Um, I have taken messages from many a sex blogger who's like, why is my site doing this? Or why is Twitter doing this? Uh, most of the time I defer to people who know better than me. Uh, Michael at Dom Signs on Twitter. If you're not following him, follow him, get to know him. Um, he is, he is the guy that when something doesn't make sense technology-wise, I'm like, uh, Michael, what's happening here? Um, Shadowban on Twitter, I just wrote a blog post for um, the Smut Lancer about why the Twitter shadow ban is important and why it matters and then why to me it doesn't matter all that much. Um, I would never have known that a shadow ban even existed without the sex blogging community talking about it. You know, one or two people figure out what's going on and they start to spread the word. And when you're sort of connected, you don't have to be connected to every person in the sex blogging community. First of all, that's impossible. Second of all, that would be very stressful. Um, you just need to be connected to people who are, it's a Venn diagram. We are all overlapping. We're all connected. Six degrees of kinky fuckery. I, I'll go for it, sure. Six degrees of sex blogging connect to a few people who are then connected to other people and eventually it all trickles down. Twitter shadow ban is how I discovered that. I didn't know such a thing existed. It makes sense because every other social media platform tries to make us disappear. If you don't know, a Twitter shadow ban means that while you are not blocked from even using Twitter, you do not show up in search, you do not show up under hashtags you've used and your tweets do not show up at all to anybody who is not already following you and that you follow. It's a way of sort of silencing content and content creators um, that have been deemed offensive, spammy, hateful. Like we, I went to Google more news about it um, to sort of share in my blog to kind of back up my arguments. And everything in the top Google searches was about the cons conservative Twitter, the uh, hard right kind of people that kind of scare me politically. <laughs> it's been happening to them for a long time. So of course, sex blogging is not going to hit the top couple pages of Google search, but it's certainly happening to us too. And of course, it's got a lot of sex bloggers rightfully upset. We should be upset about it, but freaking out and trying to like figure out what to do about it. 
And because I don't follow that kind of stuff, because my strategy on what I do and how I promote myself and where I'm at and how I think of those things is different from other people's. I had to rely on my community. Somebody in the community knew about it and tweeted and retweeted and, and it trickled down and I found out about it. And then I started learning more and understanding it and sort of forming my opinion about it. Um, but without the community, I might never have known. I might never have known a thing about it. So that's the other benefit to being a part of the community. Now, like I said, you don't have to be in the thick of things and know every single soul. I don't know everybody in the sex blind community. I've been doing this for several years. I've only been on Twitter for a little while though, active on Twitter for a little while. I am still meeting new people every day. Bloggers that to me, when I find them, I go, oh wow, they must be new. And then I go look at their blog. No, they've been around for years. I just didn't know about them. We should not, and some of you will anyway, so I'm saying, this is what I'm saying not to. We should not stress about Am I connected to everybody? Do I have enough sex blogging friends? Am I involved enough in the community? I don't even know how to define enough. Being involved in the community simply means sort of showing up and putting yourself out there and being willing to talk to other sex bloggers about what we do. And I don't even necessarily mean in the complex sort of, let me tell you what I think about Twitter shadow bans. You should if you want to, if, it, if it's interesting to you or if you have an opinion, feel free, but just, talking to other sex bloggers and saying things like, I loved your content, that was really good. Or, hey, thanks for following, thanks for sharing. Or, hey, where did you get that thing you used on your blog? Just, that's interacting with the sex blogging community and it is it is much easier to get involved with it than you, you think it is. It can be as simple as just participating in a meme or having a conversation with a couple of people who happen to do the same thing you do. Twitter, the one thing I will say about Twitter, um, it is really good for finding other like-minded people. Um, I'm constantly getting little things that pop up that say, follow this person, follow that person. And they are people that I know are associated with the sex blogging community. So if you're not even sure who to follow, you can start with me at Kayla Lords, follow me first. And I promise you, once you start following me, you'll see other people that I tweet and other people that I'm involved with. And you'll find other people to, to be involved with as well. Now, the thing is I keep saying that Twitter, 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 and that's because that's where a lot of us are, but like any type of community out there, I say this a lot to my kinky listeners and kinky followers, we're everywhere. So whatever social media platform, is your preferred one, you will find sex bloggers there. You will find like-minded people. I think a lot of us are on Twitter. No, not everybody's on Twitter. I know some amazing bloggers who hit top lists all the time. They don't even have a Twitter profile. Like they're, <laughs> they're not even on it at all. They're not really even on social media at all because they don't want to be and you don't have to be. But if you are, and if you're thinking, well, where, where do I find my people? How do I connect? Whatever preferred social media platform you have, and you're on, there are sex bloggers there. You might have to go looking for them. You might have to start searching under hashtags. On Instagram, I use the sex bloggers hashtag all the time and the sex toy reviewers. If I'm taking a picture of a toy that I have tried or I'm about to try, I use that hashtag. Feel free to use the hashtags. Instagram also has shadow banning, by the way, so it may be a little harder to find people, but it is one way. Um. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Where, wherever you are, there are other sex bloggers out there. You might just have to look. Uh, like I said before, blogging memes certainly help. Um, the, the last one that I 
briefly mentioned earlier, but I'm going to come back around to because it's totally on my mind right now, are conventions and programs and places to go to be around in physical space to be around people who do what you do. Um, I'm a huge supporter of Eroticon. Poor Molly is really tired of me coming up with ideas <laughs> about Eroticon. <laughs> um, I had wanted prior to the March event to have an interview uh, episode with everybody. It's February. Be shocked. They're a little busy right now. Um, and I'm a little busy myself. So I don't think that's going to happen. The cool thing is I am on a podcast panel uh, with John Brownstone and my friends from um, Kinkcraft, Andrew and Pixie. Um, we're going to, who also run their podcast. If you've heard uh, episode four, the interview I did with them, you'll, you'll know about them. Um, we're going to be on a, a podcast panel talking about podcasting as a way to create content and to build an audience and all kinds of fun stuff at Eroticon. That podcast will be recorded and you will get to hear it. I will release it through the Smut Lancer uh, once we get back and we have we have all that stuff, whatever. Um, and hopefully in the next couple months after that, I can get Molly and Girl in the Net and Michael to sit down and we can talk about Eroticon. Um, but it is, it, it's the one that I champion. I know there are others um, here in the United States. If you are American and going overseas um, is a bit much. I know there's BDSM Writers Con. I have wanted to go to that um, myself for a few years. It, it was on the weekend before my kids started school and that was so not gonna happen. Um, this year, uh, it actually times out with another convention that my aunt has asked me to go to, so that's not happening. Um, I know there's Woodhull. I've looked at the program for Woodhull. It is seems like a fabulous lineup, but for the con the things I want to go to a convention for, I haven't seen a schedule that necessarily matches up with what I want to do. So I haven't. It's not really on my radar all that much. But I know from people who have gone, it's a great way to connect um, with not just other. Um, content creators, but also with brands. Um, but Eroticon is specifically a writing convention or a content creating convention for people who write about sex and create content about sex. And every um, every uh, workshop and every program is got that in mind. Uh, last year, I went to one about. Um, creating content for and about people with disabilities. It's something I've always stayed away from because I figured I will fuck that up. I will not say the right thing. I don't necessarily understand the lived experience. Who am I to um, go out there and, and write about those experiences and, and um, erotica in that sense? And the person who led the workshop was is a disabled woman and she said just, you know, it's okay, go ahead. You might not get it right, but but please, please write about our experiences, you know? And if a disabled person writes about our experiences, please lift them up too, but it's okay, you can write about this. So it was a, it was a fascinating thing to go do that it wasn't just about how to make money doing this thing. It was also how to write it better and how to create better content and how to create more inclusive content. And at the same time, I was sitting elbow to elbow, shoulder to shoulder, face to face with people that I'd only ever talked to online. And for some of you out there, you're thinking, oh my God, I'd be a wreck. I couldn't do it. Y'all, 
we're all wrecks. Some of us just handle it better than others. But I know, and I found out after the fact, um, that there were some bloggers who came, they had like a day ticket and they came in for the day. They came, they went to the sessions they wanted to go to. They got out, they talked to nobody. Nobody even knew they were there until they blogged about it. Some people almost couldn't leave their room. The anxiety was so bad for them. I cried on an airplane. I cried in an airport. I cried on an airplane. I freaked out in another airport. Um, by the time I got there, I was settled, but I had to keep going off to find quiet corners because I was so anxious and I felt so sort of pinned in by all the people. Just the fact that it's London. I am, I might live in a sort of metropolitan area, but I'm really a small town girl at heart. So being in London, that was a lot for me. And then being around people I didn't know and traveling in a new way to places I'd never been. Like it was all very overwhelming. The really cool thing about Eroticon and the people who attend is nobody judges you for it. If you've got to go off and be by yourself because you are overwhelmed, you wouldn't even have to say anything. But I promise if you said something, the whole place would go, oh, we totally get it. Go ahead. We'll, we'll be here when you get back. And then if you consented, they would hug you when you got back. Because that's the kind of crowd that Eroticon attracts. Um, Emmeline Peaches, uh, follow her on Twitter for sure. She um, said something on Twitter the other day, admitted something very painful and hard about her own um, eating disorder that she was going through at Eroticon. None of us had any idea. And, you know, it's her story to tell. And she told it when she was able. And that's exactly how it should be. But I was one of a few voices that said, had you said anything, we would have supported you. And that I know to be the truth. The sex blogging community for all its quirks and we don't always agree on everything. Just sit back and pay attention to the sex blogging community for a few minutes on Twitter. You'll see how true that is. Generally, we are some of the most welcoming and understanding and inclusive people I have ever met. Yeah, there are assholes out there. There are assholes everywhere. Um, but by and large, the general community is accepting and understanding. And we all have our own personal issues that we are trying to get through every single day. And because the work we do is so solitary, it is very easy to convince yourself that you're the only one. You're the only one with anxiety. You're the only one with depression. You're the only one, you know, with this problem or that problem. You're the only one who's terrified to get on a plane and go to a strange place and meet strange people. And I promise you, you are not. If you are not ready to make a trip like Eroticon, I highly suggest it. I really want more people to be there. I can't wait to see people I met last year and I can't wait to meet new people. But if you're not ready for that, then dip your toe into the online community. And like I said, you don't have to jump right in the middle of a Twitter fight. I don't really even recommend that, quite frankly. Just join a meme and, and create some content and, and, you know, go read some new blogs and put your face out there and put your name out there. Um, and you will be surprised at who you connect with and how you connect with people. And remember, you do not have to connect with everybody. You do not have to like everybody. You do not have to follow everybody. You will make yourself almost just, pardon the phrase, you'll make yourself crazy, okay? I can say that word because I've been tested and I am crazy. Um, but don't completely go it alone. Don't make your smut lancing endeavor so solitary that you don't have at least your own small version of the sex blogging community to lean on. Um, my blogging and my 
um, career path and my dreams and my goals and everything expanded. Everything I did expanded and became better once I found the community and once I found the people within the community that I connect to best. So episode six, we talked about having that those one or two friends that you can rely on and trust. Now think bigger, especially if you're thinking I'm terrified of making a new friend. Potential rejection is petrifying. I totally get it. The community might actually be easier. Um, if you find yourself sort of intimidated by some larger than life voices and personalities, um, I think that's normal. I used to be pretty intimidated too. Um, I have had people tell me that they're intimidated by me. This is me saying, if you have ever thought that you were intimidated by me, please don't. Please message me at any time. Please um, at me on Twitter. Feel free to email me. Um, I sometimes take forever to respond, but I do not think myself above anybody. I am still learning just like you are still learning. I don't care how long I've been doing it versus how long you've been doing it. Um, the vast majority of us, um, the people I really connect with in the community, we want to make the community better. We want to make you better. We want to make, if we, my, my philosophy is, thank you, Maya Angelou, we all rise together. So I am not um, somebody that should make you nervous. Please don't be nervous with me. Molly Moore would say the same thing. Marie Rebel would say the same thing. Hyacinth Jones of Boob Day would totally say the same thing. If there is somebody you'd like to connect with, um, but we make you nervous because we're like all over the place. I totally get that too. Um, I promise you those names I have listed, I cannot t promise you what they will tell you, but I can promise you they are not intimidating. So feel free to reach out, uh, join the community. Uh, don't be a complete stranger. Do it in the way that works best for you, but do it, okay? Just baby steps. You you can do this. We have all made that journey. Um, and in my opinion, those of us who have, we've all been made better by it. Okay, that's it of me for ranting, rambling, lecturing. I don't know what that was, but I did it. Thanks for listening to the Smut Lancer podcast with me. Ooh, I'm tongue-tied too. Kayla Lords, if you like what you just heard, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great info at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow The Smut Lancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm at the Smut Lancer in all three places. Feel free to reach out there or by email at Kayla at thesmutlancer.com with questions or topic suggestions. Thanks for listening and let's do this again next week.